Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Joke Sick. <laughs> so, well, um, I'm on day seven of my water fast, and I feel pretty good today. Um, but I can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, yeah, I've been drinking a lot of water, um, and God is so good. I've just really, yesterday and today, uh, I didn't even leave the house. Well, it's morning right now, but, um, I'm not planning on leaving the house. I'm just gonna, uh, I just... I want to pray and read and just worship and do this, but that's only an hour or so. Excuse me. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I've been praying a lot, a lot, (laughs) uh, especially for my sister and of course junior and and a lot of my friends um yeah a lot of my friends that don't know Jesus my neighbors my team uh of friends that we all go out to skid row with and um people from church and uh well everybody that God brings to mind and yeah if anybody ever needs prayer um you can leave them a short message uh audio message here I would love to pray for you um I uh Yeah, I've I've really wanted a breakthrough with God of just I've been praying that God would really humble me and um oh I had a oh gosh, I had a crazy um dreams last night. Not a crazy dream crazy dreams plural I don't really remember all of them. I've been praying that God would would give me dreams, visions, and revelation. And because uh, I, I haven't really dreamt any, like, any dreams that I can really remember. I've had some crazy dreams, though. Um, I don't know if I should tell this. <laughs> um I had this one that, okay, this is kind of crazy, but, um, of, I was sitting on, I'm not sitting, laying on a slab, like a a metal slab, not slab, like table, um, medical kind of, you know, a metal table and Biden was standing over me. It was really weird, okay? <laughs> and um 
it was weird. Like ritualistic, ritualistic, I don't know. And I don't know if it was him, I don't know who it was, but it was almost like somebody was doing uh, something to my pelvic area like uh like a satanic ritual it was it was and then um i when i woke up i i was tripping i'm like what the heck was that you know and um so anyways and i didn't think anything but when i woke up in the morning well, it, well, when they were doing it, I don't know, I say they, but I just saw him. and um, But it, I was in so much pain down there. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Uh. And, and then when I woke up in the morning and I went to the bathroom, I was bleeding. And I have not bled in years because I already went through menopause like nine years ago. And so I was tripping. I'm like, what the heck is this? Like if it had to do with my dream or whatever. But I called my friend Amy and we prayed and took authority over any kind of curses or any anything and in Jesus name and commanded my body to, you know, come into order and and then the bleeding stopped. It it was bleeding a couple times and then it stopped. So I wasn't like tripping. But um and then I don't know if it was her. Oh, I talked to somebody else, but we were praying and and almost like it was symbolic of Biden and abortion and just maybe I symbolized America and just how, you know, they're killing babies and, um, I don't know. I don't know, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that was weird. It's, it's crazy because the, the only time I seem to remember my dreams are when they're spiritually significant or, um, God is telling me to do something. I used to have a lot of dreams uh, years ago, and they were usually warfare, where I would wake up, and I'd be like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to get away, <laughs> like crazy, I'd be, I'd be sitting up, I still have those every now and then, but the, the dream that I had, uh, let's see, a couple years ago, it was 2020, uh, when everybody was telling me to get a divorce, and I was like, uh, it was just so much people telling me like, you need to leave him. You need to get a divorce to Brian and uh, my ex. And, you know, like you, you need to hurry up. And I was just like, wow, why so many people? I mean, I'm talking like my neighbor, my mom, my sister, my, you know, uh, another friend, just people telling me. And I'm like, this is too much. Um, God is not a, a God of hurry up. Um, there's been times where I've felt like a little bit of an urgency, but not where he's like, you need to hurry up and do this. But I, I mean, without preparing me ahead of time where my spirit is already ready, like prepared 
And so when it happens, it's like, oh, okay. And like, even when I was, when I moved out of the house, when I was with Brian and God had told me a month before that I would be moving soon and be ready because it would come suddenly. So, you know, when it did happen, it did come suddenly because he's like, I want you to move within 24 hours, be out of the house, pack, go. And so that that's when he does that. But so anyways, um, yeah, uh, I had a dream that, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, let's see, wait. Oh, when everybody was telling me, no, don't, I mean, not no, do get a divorce. And, you know, I didn't want to lean on my own understanding. So I just said, God, what do you want me to do? Like, I, I need, I don't, everybody's telling me I should get a divorce. Like, um, should I go, should I do that? And all I heard and clearly was not now. Not, not ever, um, just not now. So I said, okay, Lord, whatever you want, you know, I, I'm good. I don't care. I'm not trying to be with anybody. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rush anything. Like, whatever you want, Lord, I'll do it. So, uh, yeah, because at that point, I didn't even care if I ever was married again. I just wanted to keep my focus on, on Jesus. So I just went, okay. Um, and I just went along doing, you know, living life. And then it was crazy because, oh, I got a fruit fly. <clears throat> I hate fruit flies. <laughs> Um, I haven't even had any bananas in here. Where did that come from? <laughs> but anyways, I haven't had any food in here because I didn't want to have any temptation. I haven't even got in my fridge except for one time to get my colloidal silver. Um, anyways, uh, so I, uh, yeah, I live my life. I just, a year goes by. And then I had a dream that I served Brian papers, divorce papers. And when I woke up, I, I prayed. I'm like, what does that mean? And um, I felt like God was giving me, uh, was releasing me. And not like God was saying, like, get a divorce. But, like, if if you want to, like, you, like, you, it's okay, go ahead, you know, he gave me the go ahead, so I said, okay, so actually, um, it was crazy, because I think, like, the day that I was gonna go out to Skid Row with my friend, uh, that night before was when I had the dream. I mean, it it happened, you know, right when I was going to go see him anyway. So when I saw him, I told him and, um, he was like, well, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you know, he, he looked kind of, well, my friend said that he, he looked kind of like sad a little bit, but, but, you know, I mean, what does he expect? You know, I've been, I had been waiting or just doing, waiting for 
two and a half years or at least two and you know yeah it's going it's almost three or it is three yeah so you know it's just like um he just said well you got to do what you got to do so um and then the other dream I had after I, I junior and everything like meeting seeing junior again and just when I realized that God was talking about junior when he was saying when he said you're going to meet your husband out there and so yeah when uh then I had the dream that I went up and told him Brian that I met I met the man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with and I woke up and I was like whoa what a trip you know but then I was praying and I'm like God if this is you then let Brian know I mean let oh my gosh that stupid fruit fly <laughs> um that then he'll be okay with it you know because it's just I don't want to hurt the guy you know I, I don't know so anyways uh the next day I mean I had the dream that night then that day I went skid row with my friend Mike and we're walking around and we're just about ready to walk to the car and then bam we run into Brian and we're talking and then um I remembered the dream and I was like I'm just gonna tell him so I told him and I said do you remember when I told you because I always said it you know that God told me I would meet my husband on Skid Row but I never thought it was you and he said yeah and I go that's because it was Junior and his reaction was just like he smiled and he was like oh that's cool I love Junior I'm so happy for you guys I was like what that was crazy and I was like wow thank you you know it was just really cool he's genuinely he was genuinely happy for us and um he knew before too I mean I've always loved Junior but but anyway so um all that to say I had a dream last night a few dreams but because I've been praying about what is it that is really keeping junior in bondage what is what is this that he can't really be free and I had a dream pretty vivid about an I, I don't know if it was an alligator or a crocodile. I don't know the difference. But um, this huge green, like, just looked like an alligator or a crocodile, whatever. And and 
it was it saw me and it was trying really hard to climb over a fence and I ran I ran and uh, I was trying to get through a door and I think I made it because I don't remember anything else and then I had some other weird dreams but um, and I feel like there's an there's a spirit leviathan spirit and it's in I should have looked it up before actually I need to use the bathroom because I just drank about a gallon of water so I will be right back okay I'm back <laughs> um so I was talking about uh the spirit leviathan it's a principality um yeah and it takes over regions but and i definitely is over skid row but um in job 41 um it talks all about leviathan the whole chapter but um let's see uh i'll just read a couple verses but who can open the doors of his face with his terrible teeth all around? His roll, rows of scales are his pride, shut up tightly as with a seal. One is so near another that no air can come between them. They are joined to one to, one to another. They stick together and cannot be parted. And there's a whole bunch else but uh his heart is as hard as stone even as hard as the lower millstone um when he raises himself up the mighty are afraid uh because of his crashings they are beside themselves and uh basically the 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 main part at the last verse is um on earth there is nothing like him which is made without fear. He beholds every high thing. He is the king over all the children of pride. So, um, I, it's crazy because Junior is repentant. To a degree, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's not the right word. He's sorry when he screws up, but and he is repentant actually. I mean, he really, but he's trying to do things in his own strength and he's just self willing everything. And, um, so, but. We all have pride, all of us, every one of us. We have pride, pride, pride. Pride is the root of almost every other sin, probably. And that's why God hates pride so much. Pride is what caused Lucifer to, Satan, to uh, be cast down from heaven because he thought he could be like God. And um, so... I just, um, 
but that spirit makes it worse. I don't know if he has that spirit because it's it's a principality. I mean, it can it can uh, it can. I don't know how to say it. Infect a person's soul, not their spirit. If I mean, because they, if they belong to Jesus, but they can. Um, I mean, it can. Um, I don't even know the words. Uh, anyways, it can operate in a person's life when you're prideful. That's why we always have to be humble before the Lord and just literally like broken before God and be willing to do whatever God says and just be obedient. But because Junior's so resistant, and a lot of times Le- Leviathan comes around when, when we're <laughs> victims of uh, rejection or bitterness, hurt, and. unforgiveness is a big one unforgiveness is a big one because a lot of times rejection and control uh is uh, comes along with Jezebel but anyways um I don't want to get into a whole demonic thing going on here but um yeah so unforgiveness and offense easily offended um which is junior gets and anger ooh anger anger and rage so yeah i believe that the lord was showing me well for one thing it's his pride but um and of course he doesn't think he's prideful i mean <laughs> but you know i mean I think when the longer I've been a Christian, the more prideful I I realize I am. Like it's easy when you first come to God and you cuz you don't even know yourself. You don't even know who you are. And then all of a sudden then not all of a sudden, but God starts showing you things about yourself that you never seen before <laughs> or reading the bible god shows you things about yourself and you're like oh my gosh i'm really bad <laughs> like i like um not in a condemning way but there's just things that i'm i'm like oh gosh that's so ugly i man, Lord, you know, um, yeah, the longer I've been a Christian, the more sinful and prideful and all kinds of things that 
I see I am, you know, but not in, in a way like, oh, Lori, I can't believe you do this, or, you know, just, he'll show me, like, like, I'm trying to use an example, um, there have been a couple times, though, where, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell, well, I don't know, um, I won't go into the whole story, but there was a time when I I was still at the Dream Center and, and in the program, and I was in a relationship that I shouldn't have been in, and I'll maybe tell that story later, but where I wasn't allowed to talk to the person, yet because I still saw them, um, I would flirt with my eyes, and man, God spanked me that time, because literally, he goes, stop it, and I was like, what, you know, and he goes, you are communicating with your eyes, and I was like, what, you know, and he goes, you're using mind control, and I didn't even know what mind control was back then. <laughs> I was crazy. And um, and then he showed me that, you know, and manipulation is witchcraft, you know. So, yeah, there's things that God has shown me that I do that I'm not even really aware of. And um, because he... he, he checks the motives of our hearts, you know, and like, uh, Hebrews 4, 12, the word of God is living and powerful, stronger than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the soul and spirit joints and marrow and is the discerner of the intentions and thoughts of the heart, intentions and motives of the heart, I believe. And, you know, it does, and God does, and it's, uh, whew, yeah, so that's why I I ask God, check my motives, Lord, check, am I doing, you know, because sometimes, even just things like giving money, you know, offering, or giving, you know, buying something for somebody or whatever that's a lot a big one because it's like am I doing it to show off or am I doing it because God asked me to so now I only do things like that when when I feel led like when I feel like the Lord says you know or you know not doing it in front of people or um there's times where I will share stuff about about uh talking to somebody on, on on the street or praying with them to receive Jesus. And my motive is not to go, oh, I'm such a great person or great Christian or whatever. It's to encourage people to do the same thing because people don't understand how, if they've never, I know my gift is evangelism, but a lot of people don't understand or it's fear, but they don't get that it's really not that hard to, if you, your heart is you want to reach out to somebody and tell them about Jesus, 
just talk to people, you know, just be friendly and just go, hey, how are you doing today, you know, um, and just, and listen, let the person, you know, talk and just pour their heart out if they're open, you know, but at least take the step, you know, and just keep doing it. You know, I talk to everybody. I talk to everybody on the bus, walking. I always, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> but that's part of my personality, but it's also part of my calling. But, but yeah, um, uh, and listen to the voice of God, the Holy Spirit. When, when there's times when I'm in a store and God will tell me, buy that person groceries and so I do it, you know, and then afterwards, I have an opportunity to tell them why I did it, well, you know, I feel like the Lord told me to do that, God told me to do that, and I want to know if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or whatever God leads me to say, but, but anyways, um, now I just totally had a brain fart, uh, why did I tell you that, um, Hmm. <laughs> I think that not eating has done something to me. Uh oh, God checking motives. Just um yeah, because we don't know our motives, but God does. So, anyways, uh I hope that Junior will ask God to search his heart because there's a lot of pride there. A lot. I mean, he can be the most arrogant jerk. I mean, but his anger is just... See, I know him, so... I'm not afraid of him. When he gets mad, I'm just like, Oh, God, come on. Just stop acting like that. I get I get mad. Like, he acted out in my house one time... And I swear, if I didn't have neighbors, I would, well, I would, yeah. But, you know, it was nighttime, and I was just so mad. I'm like, I I need to get him the heck out of my house. But I knew he would cause a scene, so I I just didn't say anything. But if there weren't people, because I want to be a good example of what a Christian is. I don't want to be, you know... I don't want to shame Jesus, so that's the only reason why I kept my mouth shut, because otherwise, man, I would have, boo, man, but anyways, so, um, but other people, I mean, you can see he's just insecure, and he's, he's very, people that know who they are, and know that they could basically kick somebody's butt, don't have to yell and scream and and act like they're bad or whatever. Um, yeah, they already know. You know, the the guys that I know, like even my old homeboys or whatever, like they don't go around acting like they're whatever, tough or, you know, they don't have to. They already know if somebody messed with them, they'd kick their butt, you know. So, it's all a front, but anyways, so yeah, uh, when he gets mad or he doesn't get his way, he like totally goes off and screams and yells and, 
And people get, I mean, he's, you can tell, he does get enraged. And people get intimidated, and so they just back off. I mean, I'm sure, well, that's why he has a broken nose. I mean, he broke his nose so many times because he's gotten in so many fights. But whatever, I mean, that's just because he's wounded. But anyways, so, um, yeah, so I had that dream. And, um, but there's the part of him that, that wants to do what's right. So that's why I'm wondering, I think it's a spirit, but, um, I don't know that he actually has Leviathan, but, but I'm kind of wondering, but anyways, but it, the closer he gets to God, the less that thing will want to be around, stick around. But, uh, the thing, the main thing I think that is holding him back, well, pride, but also he doesn't trust God. I, I really don't think he trusts God because if you trust him, you'll obey him. Well, if you love him, you'll obey him. But also if it's hard to trust God when you, you don't see him or you don't, uh, he knows the word of God really well, but I don't know if he believes what he knows because it's one thing to know it, but another thing to live it. So, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's it's scary to trust God. It's really scary, you know, when you don't really know him. Um, it's, 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 it's scary. You have to, that's why a program, I mean, especially the dream center is, is so good because you learn how to trust God. And, um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. We haven't talked. Um, last time he told me, like, don't email me. Uh, so, you know, I'll respect his wishes. And, um, but, uh, I trust God. That's the thing. I trust God. I, I know that he, God is going to do something in Junior's life. And, and, um, I just have to, live my life and pray that uh, he will humble himself and come to God. I mean, I mean, uh, broken, willing to do whatever it takes and stop trying to do things his way instead of, you know, do things God's way instead of his way with conditions like I'll do this as long as like I'll do this but I won't do that you know we have to be willing to just do whatever God asked so yeah that's where I'm at today um man I am looking at my apartment and I have gone for months not really doing anything I mean like deep cleaning, I need to do deep cleaning, but I ain't doing it today, um, tomorrow, I'm too, I'm not weak, but I don't feel like 
Yeah. I, I don't feel like cleaning today. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to go pray and... No, I'm going to read. I don't know what I'm going to do. Drink some more water. Um, Anyways, hope everybody's having a great 24 hours. (laughs) God bless you all. Oh, just to finish up, uh, I do believe that God is going to set Junior free, of course. Um... As he humbles himself. But yeah, I wanted to read Isaiah uh, 26, uh, verse 20, 21, and then 27, uh, verse 1. Come, my people, or take refuge from the coming judgment. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself as as it were for a little moment until the ignorant indignation is past for behold the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity the earth will also disclose her blood and there and will no more cover her slain and this part in that day the Lord with his severe sword great and strong will punish Leviathan the fleeing serpent Leviathan, that twisted serpent, and he will slay the reptile that is in the sea. And, I mean, this is like, you know, years ago in the Old Testament. But that spirit activates, I mean, uh, operates um, twisting words. And it's crazy. I've dealt with that spirit so many times. It's... uh, it's it's amazing. You could be talking to somebody and you'll say something and if that spirit's operate in operation or around, it will twist words and that person will hear something completely different from what you said. And I noticed that with Junior all, all often uh, were... I will say something, or especially texts or letters, where that the, what I'm communicating is not my intention of the way he receives it, and that's that that spirit. Where, well, I'll use an example. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't. I don't. I don't think this person listens <laughs> to this. Well, I don't think, I don't know. Um, Okay, for example, one time uh, I went to church with a couple of my friends, and I had told them, this is before the whole, uh, not before, this was, wait, it was after the quarantine, but people were still wearing masks. But, okay, so, I was at a point where I was just over the mask thing. I'm like, no, this is, no. And, 
because they don't even work. But plus, because I have a really hard time breathing with, I get seriously like hyper, what do you call it? Um, No, wait, (laughs) I forgot the word. I can't breathe. Okay, so why can't I think of that word? Anyways, so um, plus I believe that if we can, if we continue to just not, oh, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this on here, but if we don't stand up and. As Christians, I'm not telling other people to do this, but people who are Christians, like, what the heck, man? We're, we have Jesus. God is in control. Why be afraid of a stupid virus? I mean, not, just, if you trust God, you're not going to worry about getting sick. You know, of course, we get sick, it's not fun, but God is in control. Nothing can take our lives unless it's time, and God says, okay, it's time to go home, whatever. I understand people who aren't Christians being afraid because they don't, you know, they fear death, they don't know where they're going, but if you're a real Christian, if you really know Jesus, you're not going to be afraid of you know, you're going to trust the Lord. But anyways, so I was getting mad seeing churches just obeying all these stupid government rules and not standing up and, you know, trusting God and just going, no, we're, you know, we trust God, you know, your religious freedom or whatever. So I had told my friends ahead of time, uh, Like, that if they make me wear a mask, I'll go wait in the car. And I know I'm being kind of a hard butt. But I'm just like, I don't want to sit. Because it was outdoors. The the church was outdoors. I'm like, I am not going to. I've The whole time, I've never worn a mask outdoors. And there's just, I, I respect the, you know, Going into a store, you got to wear a mask, it's fine, whatever, you know, the, the, it's not the worker's fault, they're doing what they're told, but when you go to church, you're under God's authority, not the government, so, you know, I'm like, I am not going to wear a mask outside, or just, I didn't say it like that, but I was just like, I'm, I'm you know, and I don't have a problem, like, I can wait in the car, you know, it's not a big deal, I, I, you know, I'll just watch videos or sermons, whatever, so I already warned them ahead of time, and one of them was just like, uh, like, yeah, he goes, I don't think it'll be a problem, you know, I don't think they'll, they'll make you wear one, and, uh, so, but his dad, was who I'm friends with. He was like, oh, God. And, okay, so we walk up there, and then they were doing the whole thing, like 
you know, having you sign in. I'm like, why do I have to? Okay, whatever. Um, so then they're like, do you have a mask? And I go, no, I don't, I don't want to wear a mask. <laughs> I was like, I think as Christians, we should have choice and I don't want to wear a mask. And so, uh, and then they were really nice. The, you know, the female, she was like, oh yeah. She goes, well, let me talk to somebody and see if, uh, if it would be okay if you don't wear it. So she went to go talk to somebody. In the meantime, the dad, he was so mad, but, um, or he, I know, I think he was just ashamed or embarrassed, like that I was, you know, I didn't make a scene. It was just, I wasn't loud or anything. It was just, I pulled her aside, you know. I mean, it, it wasn't like everybody could hear me. And then the son, he was like, um, he goes, hey, dad, just go inside. We'll meet you in there. Because he was pretty sure that they were going to let us in, let, let us in without me wearing a mask. And I don't know what the dad heard, but he was so angry and he was like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I don't know why you have to cause this. I mean, just went off and walked away and went and got the car. And we were like, what the heck just happened? And he drove up and he's like, get in the car now. Otherwise, you're going to have to walk home. And we were like, okay, we just got in the car, and he just went off, and I mean, it was crazy, and uh, basically manifested, and so uh, then his son was just like, I'm so sorry, you know, I told, we told you that she she was gonna wear, and he's like, yeah, Lori, why do you have to do that, like, um, it was crazy, and then, and then the son's like, he's like, God, you know, why are you so mad, I, I, they just, I can't remember exactly, but, um, the son's like, just let me out, I'm gonna walk home, and so he slammed on the brakes, the son walks out, slams the door, and then the dad takes his, uh, his, the son had a, a water bottle, a, a hard water bottle, and he throws it out, out the window, and then the son picks it up and throws it back, but this time he hit the back window where I was sitting, and the whole window shattered, <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I had glass all over me, and this was like so unnecessary. It was demonic. It was crazy. And it it worked out. I mean, afterward like the the dad looked like he was going to fight and but the son who was a much more mature Christian than the dad said, "I'm so sorry, dad. I love you. I love you." Um, forgive me, you know, and the dad's like, you're going to get my window fixed, and today, now, right now, it was crazy, but I saw Leviathan, the spirit of pride, the king of pride, 
you know, just operating and it was crazy. I was just watching this and I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, it didn't have to be that way. And I had already warned them, you know, and it really wasn't a big deal to me. I didn't care if I had to sit in the car, but I really believed that they were going to let me in. They pretty much were, you know. But because of his pride and his shame or whatever was going on with him, he just blew up and but it was that spirit and and it was cool because the son the way he responded to his dad when after you know he broke the window and he um humbled himself because you can't fight that spirit you can't like go head to head with it it ain't gonna happen you're gonna lose the best way to deal with it is to humble yourself humility and love and the way the son handled it was just perfect you know he was like i love you i'm so sorry you know and just humbled himself and that's the only way to deal with that spirit but um the person operating in it if they want to get rid of it they're gonna have to humble themselves too like over and over and over and just really go before God and humble themselves. But, but yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there, but, um, yeah. So anyways, uh, I don't know how long this is going to be now, the whole thing, but God bless you.